Welcome everyone, Dylan Jamelli here today with a brand new video for you. I got a really good topic today. We're going to talk about how to keep gains from steroids and PEDs. But before we get into that, just a huge thank you to everybody out there supporting the channel. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. I can't put it into words. Just know that it means the world to me. Now, if you haven't yet, subscribe to the channel. Click that bell icon so you don't miss any of the content. Otherwise, YouTube won't notify you when I put out some new videos. Also, click that like button if you're enjoying the videos. And make sure, too, when you see the videos in the opening, you'll see some podcast links. Follow those and subscribe to them. Spotify, Apple. You can follow me there, too. All of my videos here are put into podcast form. So, let's get into today's topic. How to keep or maintain gains from steroids and PEDs. Now, disclaimer, I'm not telling you that you're going to keep all of your gains from steroids especially. Um, there's other PEDs that you might have a better chance of keeping gains from, albeit they might not be as big a gains. Now, first and foremost, this is going to be dependent on what kind of cycle that you're running. For instance, if you're using something like D-Ball, for example, you have to understand and know that going into that cycle that you may gain a ton of weight, but chances of keeping that are few and far between. A lot of that is water weight. A lot of that is going to come off. Now, that does not negate the fact that you can still keep some of it because you most certainly can. One of the things that I see passed around all the time is that you'll never keep any gains and if you run a post-cycle therapy, you're not going to do this and that. You might as well just jump on TRT. Things that uh, make me kind of cringe. I've tried to be more understanding and, and see people's point of view on where they're coming from and I get it. I do get it. It's wrong, um, but I get it. And when I say it's wrong... I don't think that that kind of advice should be thrown out and given to people. If that Look, every single one of us makes our own decisions. I'm not your dad. I'm not trying to be your dad. And plenty of other people that you know do YouTube videos, they're not trying to be your dad. There's a lot of good people that do videos out there. I say it's wrong because you should not just tell everybody that that's the thing that they should do with their life. Not everybody wants to be on TRT. And in fact... You can keep gains without just jumping onto TRT and cruising and, and things of that nature. It, Like I said, it depends on a lot of things. The first being what you're running. There's a probability or likelihood of keeping gains more with lighter compounds that aren't as hard on you or not you know, estrogen-filled that are going to load you up with a bunch of water. Now look, when we're talking about strength especially, you've got to understand that strength gains are going to drop off. You're, you're not going to feel that same godlike feeling that you're going to feel, especially with certain compounds. That That's not what I'm talking about here. When I'm talking about gains, I'm talking more so like on the size gains. I'm not saying that you got to lose all the strength you gain. No, 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 no. But you're gaining strength at a rapid rate and a drastic rate for some people. That's not going to continue. But some of that strength can still be kept. The main reason that people tend to lose gains is because their post-cycle therapy is just insufficient. That, for me, is the number one culprit of losing gains. People, I'll see this post a lot, well, I'm just doing a classic Nova or classic Clomid or Nova and Clomid PCT. That's great. Those are major, major parts of a post-cycle therapy, but that is not a full and complete PCT. 
I can't get into that in this video. I've already done a video on the perfect post-cycle therapy where I fully break down what you need to do in PCT and why. So please watch that. But but that is essential. So I really, really would want to make sure that everybody watches that video and understands the importance and then correlates it with this video where I'm telling you that that is the main reason why people have such a hard time maintaining gains is their post-cycle therapy is just not good enough. Um, aside from that, it's misdosing or running things too high and causing yourself a ton of side effects that are unnecessary. I see people saying, oh, you got to run a gram a week of testosterone. No, you don't. In fact, that's going to be a hindrance to you. While the gains might be bigger, you're going to have more problems. And the more problems you have, think about this. When you're on cycle, you want to be in the gym. You want to be working out. You want to feel good. That's what part of the cycling experience is all about. But if you're running yourself down with side effects, and, I, and I've done a, a video in the past, past, like on my experience with Superdrawl, which I just cringe at the thought, but, but th that's what I'm talking about where I didn't even want to get out of bed. So it makes it hard, you know, to, to get anywhere on your cycle. Now, I'm not saying all steroids do that to you, but if you start running these crazy doses and in running five, six, seven different compounds at high doses and having this side effect and that side effect and that side effect, before you know it, you can't even work out. So what's the point? You know, it's just, these are kind of things that I hate to say are common sense things because they're not necessarily, because you don't, it, it happens fast because I've been there, but it is kind of a more of a common sense thing. You've got to think in your head, the more I run, the more problems I'm likely to cause myself. You can't just be immune to the fact that steroids carry a lot of side effects. Now, we start talking about something like SARMs, peptides. The gains are not as big. Nobody's debating that. They're easier to keep because of less problems on cycle, less recovery time. But you still need a mini post-cycle therapy in many instances with SARMs at least. There's things that need to be addressed. Also, a lot of people, they will come off cycle and stop lifting intense. They'll basically think that the steroids or the PEDs are going to do all the work for them. And that's not the case. Even when you're taking things, you've got to, you've got to be dialed in. You've got to have your diet on point. You've got to be training hard. But you've got to keep that up when you're off cycle as well. You can't just stop training as hard or you can't let your diet go to the wayside. You have to stay strong mentally and physically. You've got to stay on track. You've got to stay disciplined. You've got to stay consistent. That's the key to keeping gains. So these things, they, they add up, they can get tedious, but if you truly, truly want to keep the most possible of what you're doing, you've got to go the extra mile. Certain compounds are going to be much harder to keep gains from, and a lot of the compounds with higher amounts of side effects are the ones that are the hardest ones to keep gains from, you know, and, and the ones that are more geared towards bulking, your anadrols, your D-balls, your superdrols, it's going to be harder to maintain that kind of muscle gain or size gain. You know, people laugh at the thought of, oh, five, keeping five pounds on a cycle is a lot. That is a lot. To keep five pounds of lean muscle after all of that, your ups, your downs, your post cycles, your this, your that, is a lot. All right. Everybody wants to gain 20 and 30 pounds. You can't do that forever. And if you're gaining that much, you're probably undersized or you've probably put on a lot of water weight. That's the way that it is. Um, if you're undersized on where you should be, then you're going to gain more rapidly and you're going to have a greater likelihood of keeping then. But once you reach max potential, you know, 
people latch on to two, three, four pound gains. That's a lot. Not everybody's got the genetics to be a professional bodybuilder. In fact, a very, 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 very small percent do. So you got to keep that in mind. I know, I mean, you look at these people and they're monsters and everybody wants to be like them, but that's, it's, and, oh, well, he takes this and this. Yeah, but they've got some serious genetics. It's just like, you know, basketball players that are seven feet tall. I can't make you seven feet tall. There's nothing we can do to do that. They have the genetics to do it. So understand that we're not all meant to be professional bodybuilders either. So I don't like to hear when people go, well, Arnold did it or, well, this guy did it. Well, yeah, yeah, but that's why they are them and that's why we're just everyday normal whatever. Not saying you can't make big gains, but you don't have to emulate those people on what they do. Their bodies are completely different and they were willing to do more to themselves as well. People say, well, he's this, this. You don't know, nor do I, nor does anybody else, about their true personal life or what they endured. They're not going to go make a press conference about that. So always remember that. Always keep these things in mind. I just want the awareness factor to be there. So that being said, I think we covered it all on what I felt like was necessary to cover here. Just always remember that you can keep some gains but you've got to be willing to go that extra mile. So that being said, stay tuned for plenty more to come. Dylan Jamelli signing off.